You are listening to the Registered Dietitian Approved Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about dietetics in a different light, highlighting non-traditional RD opportunities, including business and marketing. In today's episode, guest Hannah Boyle talks about starting her entrepreneurial RD journey as a new registered dietitian. Tonight, we have a guest. We have Hannah on here. She's a dietitian, a fairly new dietitian as well. So we uh, wanted to bring her on because she's been doing some really great things uh, early as as a dietitian. And uh, we're here to talk about just putting yourself out there as as RD and doing all this stuff uh, starting early. So Hannah, thank you for hopping on with us. And um, could you... Tell everyone a little bit more about you for those who don't know you and uh, just more about your background and everything. Absolutely. So um, I am a new RD as of like October of last year. So I'm still kind of getting the swing of things. Um, so I actually, my background is in exercise science. I thought I wanted to go into physical therapy. Um, I actually had to take a course in my exercise science program that was sports nutrition and it was in one of my final semesters of my undergrad and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, so for my undergrad degree, we did have to have like a small, like little, like 240 hour internship. And I was all set up with a physical therapist. I was ready to go. I had, you know, done all my shadowing and I, you know, set up the contract and everything else. And then I have the sports nutrition class and I'm like, Oh no, like (laughs) I think I've changed what I want to do. So luckily I had a really cool clinical coordinator and I, I went into her office and said, you know, like, I think I want to kind of change paths. I don't know if I can change my internship. And, um, luckily I ended up interning with a dietitian at the same hospital. So we just kind of changed the name on the form for my contract. And I was still able to go, um, intern at that hospital and really got a feel for uh, the dietetic uh, realm of things. So that was pretty cool. Um, so then after my exercise science degree, I went for, um, my master's degree in dietetics and I did Eastern Michigan's online program. So that was a coordinated program and I finished that officially, uh, in August. So. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so what's pretty funny is that she had the interest in physical therapy starting up and you got sports nutrition. You're like, Whoa, this mm-hmm. is awesome. And, um, for me, it was kind of the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Awesome. Um, well, you know, you have some like, great experience and it's cool to hear your story, how you kind of started and how you shifted. Um, so I guess, uh, could you explain to everyone a little bit more about your entrepreneur side that you kind of told us before and yeah. how this is all evolving and, and blending? Absolutely. So um, I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit and I feel like it kind of runs in my family. Um, My mom has had her own business for a long time. Um, She's a hairdresser, but has always, you know, run her own business, whether it's out of the home or a different, a different salon or something else. Um, So, and she's always been the type of person to like have a side hustle too. So she would run her own business and like, she was, she would always like pick up on different things just to do, just to keep herself busy. Um, so I always saw that growing up and I always kind of thought, well, this is just 
how things are and this is you know what you do so I grew up seeing that and I quickly kind of fell into that same um, those same habits so um, I was I mean in fourth grade and I remember like making like beaded accessories for um, like school supplies and stuff and trying to like sell them to my friends and I was like I'm already trying to start my own business in like elementary school um, but it, I mean, I started a dance studio with my mom when I was in ninth grade and, um, you know, it's just been kind of like small projects like that, that have really built up. And I've kind of always known no matter what I do, whether it was going to be in physical therapy or sports, something or other, or, you know, dietetics that I've always kind of wanted to be, um, my own boss and have my own business. So, um, I've, had a number of different endeavors, some more successful than others. Um, but I kind of just keep uh, chipping away and, you know, it's something that I'm interested in. So I, um, it, it helps to, you know, just find that focus. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I go to my clinical job right now, and it's, it's a job, it's work, but I can come home and do, you know, my own business type stuff, and it, it doesn't feel like work at all. So that's hopefully where I'll get to one day full time. So uh, awesome. I, I feel like uh, we, ha we have a lot of similarities, just kind of your growing up story of, you know, your, your mom just kind of always had things she was doing on her own and mm -hmm. thing on the side. And you kind of picked up those same things. And it was kind of similar for me, except uh, my family, they worked in restaurants mm -hmm. and um, they, they kind of had their own little franchise thing and in a supermarket and stuff. Uh, with like food and sushi and I kind of picked up some stuff like oh I gotta have to do something on my own and have yeah. like my own thing so in college it was like personal training was one of them and like mm -hmm. getting clients and stuff like that so I think it started from there and then your mind just starts thinking of other things of oh how yeah. could you do other stuff on your own so so with, with that said uh, what are some things that you actually thought about while you're in school I know you're doing clinical now and yeah that's not the end thing, but what are some of your ideas that, that you had? Well, so before I even switched to dietetics, um, I went and interned with a sports performance facility in Indianapolis. And I saw that they were offering sports-based physical therapy. They were offering like group training and sports specific training for high schools. And they had all this stuff like under one roof and that was something like I like that I want to do that like that it was of course funded by um, a university but I was like in my head I'm like yeah I'm gonna do that like on my own somehow but um, so that's kind of where it started and then it started to evolve and then as I saw nutrition as part of it I was like okay well then I need to like pair up with somebody that is a physical therapist or does group training and we can, you know, do something and I can be like the dietitian for the whole thing. So it started off as like this huge, like thing that I thought I was going to do someday. Um, and I've kind of like downscaled a little bit since then. However, it's, I mean, it, I still have that same realm. So right now I work with a gym owner and, um, a girl, she's going to school for physical therapy and then a couple coaches at the gym. So it's, it's there, but it's not necessarily like all mine. Like I thought, and I, I've thought about it and I'm like, yeah, I don't even think I want it to be all mine. That's a lot of like stress on my shoulders, but I'm more than happy to be like the nutrition part of it for sure. Um, so that's how kind of how it started. Um, 
And then I ended up starting a blog in 2015. Um, it was my third year of undergrad and I was, um, my roommate at the time, she was making money blogging. So she had her own blog. She had been doing it for a very long time. And just kind of seeing her and what she did, that kind of got me interested. And I had to, we had to do a blog for one of our classes in school anyways. So I just created a site that I knew I was going to use after the fact and started posting in it. It was really like sporadic and I wasn't, you know, doing it regularly, but it kind of just got me into the mode of content creation. So um, over the course of time, I um, kept up with that somewhat. I at least, you know, did a post every few months just to stay active. Um, but then once I hit like the, I guess, you know, when I went for my dietetics degree, um, I really started to realize that I wanted to do like more private practice work for myself. And then I started in my final year of my private practice. I already, or in my final year of my master's program, I started planning for my private practice already. I wasn't an RD yet. I wasn't even, I mean, I still had a lot to go, but I knew kind of where I was at in that path. So, um, I actually, before I even passed my exam, I had, um, a logo made. I had, um, all of my, you know, um, website already created. I had my domains purchased. Like I was ready to go as soon as I was done, I was going to, you know, launch this. And, um, you know, I was starting to build up my social media. I was, you know, creating content. And that's one of the things too, that has been mentioned. I mean, whether you're a RD or a student, like you have the knowledge to put out good content because there are people out there that are putting out not so great content that don't have the education. You might as well use your education and, you know, start to educate people. I mean, it's coming from a good place and you're on the right path. So. Yeah. Wow. I told you. Yeah. There's so many people putting out like horrible content. Um, <laughs> and, and so what Hannah did is she started early and you, you didn't wait till you became RD, which I feel like most people do for mm -hmm. some reason. Not sure if it's just me, but you already knew what you wanted to do ahead of time. And so you're preparing things like way ahead of time yeah. and starting early which yeah. you probably felt that that's helped you a lot probably, right? Yeah. I mean, I actually, um, I, I knew that I wanted to work in sports nutrition somehow. And I've kind of at, for, at this point started to corner like CrossFit gyms. That's a gym that I work in right now is a CrossFit gym. And, um, I do CrossFit competitions currently. So I have kind of reached out to some of like the other local gyms that I know about. And the competition company actually I'm a sponsor of now. And I got that sponsorship before I even passed my exam. Like I knew that I was like, all right, my exam's coming up on October 10th or whatever. I know that, and then, you know, these competitions are going out all throughout the fall. Like I'm just going to give this guy a call, you know, or shoot him an email, let him know that I'm interested. And they don't have any type of nutrition or dietitian sponsor yet. Um, I, you know, give them enough money through all the competitions that I do. Like I, I'm, I'm involved in his business. Like, let's see if he would be, you know, willing to help me promote mine. So, you know, I ended up getting on the phone with him, come to find out the owner of this company, his wife's a registered dietitian. So that was kind of cool. Um, and so it ended up where he, we had something in place and I had a contract in place for a sponsorship before I even passed my exam. He's like, you know what? Give me a call once you pass your exam and we'll start pushing out all of your content. So, um, I mean, it's not even just, you know, creating content, but really like setting yourself up for success. If you know what you want to do, 
you know, early. Um, you know, there's always time to figure that out. But if you kind of have an idea, there's no harm in reaching out and networking and making contacts early. Yeah, definitely making contacts and networking. And uh, that's something you did early, early on, uh, which is something where, you know, we're telling a lot of uh, other RD2Bs now that they don't need to wait to do the stuff that, you know, you're mm -hmm. doing or you did. And they don't need to wait until they get that RD credentials to finally network and all that. Like, do it early. And, and yeah. that's, that helps you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, I guess now uh, with... What you mentioned earlier about kind of um, doing what you can kind of with what you have for where you are. Could you uh, talk about that a little bit more and maybe share some advice for other RDs or RD2Bs about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, so I started off and when I took my first RD job in September, I was like, you know what? I only want to work part time. I'm only going to work like 24 to 32 hours a week because I want time to work on my own business. Well, that has been something where it's been okay and it's been helpful. However, actually just recently within the last week, I decided to take a new position, which is full time. And it's, I, I struggled with it a little bit because I'm like, well, I feel like I'm taking, you know, kind of two steps forward, but one step back, the, the location for me is going to be more convenient. It's a lot closer to the gym that I work with and all that kind of stuff. However, it's, you know, okay, it's 40 hours a week versus the 32 that I was working. And, um, you know, I, I kind of kind came to the realization that um, if I, you got to grind for a while, it, it can't just be all like, you know, perfect scenario. Like I said, I was working 32 hours a week. I had a full eight hour day to, you know, work on my own stuff, but like that just wasn't, you know, bringing in enough money to actually save up. So, I mean, I had, you know, enough money to pay my bills and things were cool. But I mean, I really wanted to make sure that I was like, okay, if I, in three years, I want to, you know, full, fully quit any clinical job that I have, like, I want to have a little bit of a cushion saved up. So that way, um, I can be comfortable and know that while I'm working on, you know, officially launching my business full time that I've got, you know, a little bit of backup where um, in my, you know, previous job, it just, it, I don't think it would have ever happened. And I kind of think I jumped the gun with only working part time to start off with. And you live and you learn. Um, but that's going to make it so this whole doing what you can with what you have for where you are, even more important for me in this, just taking baby steps. Like I, you know, sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like I don't have time to do everything that I want to do. And I don't have time to do everything I want to do. However, I mean, even like getting on and doing an Instagram post or throwing something on my blog is doing me wonders more than just kind of sitting here on my hands waiting for me to have enough time. So um, my business is not going anywhere fast. And that's, I've kind of become okay with that. I mean, it's kind of been something that I've been chipping at away at for a, a while, but I will say that it is moving forward. Like I know that I'm doing things slowly but surely to make sure that I am moving forward. Um, the biggest thing is, like I mentioned before, like I got started early and you don't have to wait to get started. Um, it, like the baby steps even beforehand are better than none at all. So like while I had time in my undergrad, like I wasn't necessarily promoting that I had a private practice, but I got my name together. I was working on getting my logo made. I was working on getting like pricing and I, I could do that all without, you know, actually seeing people. So that way, once I was actually an RD, I could push that forward and say, Hey, I'm already here and I'm ready to go. 
Nice, nice. So with all that prep work that you did ahead of time, probably saved you a lot of time now that you are yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the, the only thing is I had to wait to get my LLC, which was kind of a pain in the butt um, after the fact, but um, I was still able to like promote it. Like I changed my, you know, Instagram handle right away. I kind of had the one tucked away. So I was able to change that right away. I was able to already like my web website flipped right away. And I was like, okay, this is what I am now. And let's, you know, start promoting it that way. Nice. Got it. Got it. Um, question because you did a lot of this when you were already to be, and yes, all this stuff kind of takes time as you're saying, right? Um, but did you ever have the thought in your head, like, oh, I'm not so sure if I should put myself out there because I don't have the credentials yet, right? I think that's a lot of questions that already to be's get, but has that, was that something you ever experienced and how did you like overcome that? Most definitely, most definitely. Um, so I was very cautious as far as like what type of things I was doing, but I was, um, in a place where, so for example, in Michigan, they do have the thing where you can call yourself a nutritionist, no matter, you know, no matter what. So I, no matter, I don't like it now. I mean, being an RD, like I don't like that. However, I was like, well, I'm going to take advantage of it while I can. So that's how I started to feel a little bit better about it is knowing that, okay, there are enough people in Michigan spewing whatever they want. Um, I'm, going to put myself out there. So yeah, I kind of questioned it a little bit. I didn't like the fact that I wasn't credentialed yet because that's kind of what I was promoting and advocating for. Mm. However, I knew that I was on the right path and I knew that the information that I was giving was correct. I wasn't going out and doing any sort of like MNT or saying like, let me cure your disease with nutrition. It was literally just like how to be healthy, like what, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I would say it, it would be, I think my outlook on it would vary depending on what state I lived in. So for Michigan, like I said, anybody can be a nutritionist. So I was a little bit more comfortable with putting myself out there. Mm, got it. Got it. Um, like, I, I don't know how many states there are that have kind of the same like rule or law that you could call yeah. yourself a nutritionist. Um, but that's probably one of the things I did in undergrad, like too, is like, Oh, you're a trainer nutritionist. <laughs> yeah. People call you that anyway. For those who are probably afraid of even putting some, themselves out there as an RD, um, like what advice would you have like for them who are RD credentials and, you know, say uh, they just have a tough time doing that. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like start with where you're comfortable. Um, you know, it, you don't have to put out like, like I said, I mean, I was just putting out like basic, like healthy information that you can find anywhere. Like eat your fruits and vegetables. Like if you're a foodie person, like post some recipes, like, you know, it's, there's like small things like that, not necessarily like any, like crossing any boundaries or, um, you really just find what you're comfortable with. I'm not like a foodie dietitian. Like I feel like there's like two types of dietitians kind of like you've got your, like your very like sciencey, like nerdy uh, dietitians. And then you have like your foodie dietitians and I'm I mean. definitely the sciencey nerdy <laughs> person. So like, I'm not going to be posting like a bunch of recipes and stuff like that because that's just not what I'm comfortable with. Like I'm more comfortable extracting like a sentence or results from a study and like putting them in layman's terms and be like, Hey, like, look what I read and how cool is this? Like, that's kind of more of my like level of comfort when posting things. So I think it's really important just to find, even when you're talking about like what topic area. So like for me, I'm more like wellness and sports nutrition versus 
if I was like, you know, diabetes or geriatrics, like that's just not where my comfort is at as far as where I'm pushing my business. So I think it's really just find that like small, like passion project and, you know, roll with that. Yeah, that was some great advice. That was a great tip because I think probably what gets a lot of RDs stuck is that maybe they feel that they have to talk about everything mm -hmm. um, and they don't know exactly if they're comfortable with everything. So what you said is just kind of choose what you're comfortable with and talk about that, right? Like you got the two sides of dietitians and all that. For the that. longest time, like I thought like, oh, I'm a dietitian. Like people are expecting recipes from me and this and that. Like there's a certain extent where like I'm going to, you know, give like pre and post workout snack ideas, but like I'm not going to be the person that has like these elaborate like photographs of food and stuff like that. That's just like not my style. So, I mean, I love those posts and I wish I was that person, but at the same time, I'm eating the same thing for lunch every, you know five days a week and same thing for breakfast five days a week you know that's just who i am as a person yeah yeah uh so i, I guess just embrace uh, more of who you are as a person and what kind of dietitian you are and uh start talking more about that and it'll probably be less fearful of mm -hmm. you putting yourself out there would you agree yeah absolutely awesome awesome uh, well, I know we are coming towards the end, uh, but I know one of the things that you mentioned uh, when we talked was about like niching down and the whole process and, you know, you just, you know, being so young and starting out like in this, could you just give everyone your two cents and of, of all that? Yeah. So I'm currently still like experimenting with the whole like niche process because like I'm not exactly where I want to be. Um, I know my comfort, like I mentioned, is sports nutrition, my background in exercise science and sports and like the type of stuff that I do now, that's kind of where like my comfort area is. So like, I know that I like that, but I mean, there's so much even involved with that. So like right now I'm currently working in gym. So it's more of like wellness based nutrition rather than performance nutrition. And I'm not quite sure, like maybe that's where I stay, but I'm also really um, thinking about branching out and working with high school athletes. And that would be more of like, even like you looking at pediatrics and growth and um, then performance nutrition on top of it. So um, I think it's, it's, it's okay to not be a hundred percent sure. And it's okay to experiment with it. I mean, especially if you're just starting out, um, you know, you're just starting out a business, like find out, you know, what sticks and who you are again, most comfortable with and who you click with. Um, to find those different audiences. Um, so like I said, I'm kind of working on a little bit of like the CrossFit side of things and gym side of things. I'm also working a little bit on the high school side of things and trying to get there. So just kind of feeling it out and seeing where I feel most comfortable and who knows, maybe I'll, you know, find that I can manage both and maybe I'll find that I can only manage one or the other. But I feel that even like with any like business, it's really important to, I mean, get more comfortable and reaching out and, um, make contacts, even like with fellow dietitians, like if you think of some, you know, somebody is kind of in a niche that you're interested in, like figure out, like find out more about that and how they went about that. Um, and this is coming from a complete introvert. So <laughs> just know that like, I used to be the person that hated talking to people. I'm still like the really awkward person, like at conferences and stuff that doesn't talk to anybody. However, I've gotten so much better at networking and starting conversations and just kind of reaching out. Like I hate talking on the phone, but I've gotten much better at that too. <laughs> um, so it, it is possible for us introverts to kind of network and actually like maintain and you know grow that way um but yeah i mean definitely just know that 
and I know that the whole like niche thing is scary because it is, I mean, it's emphasized and it is important to find something, especially in dietetics. There's so many different realms that you can go in. However, I do think that you can um, continue to work on that and figure out where you fit in best. You, it can be a working model. It doesn't have to be concrete. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to have it all figured out uh, before you start. You could shift gears. Like, like you said, you're a true example of that. And uh, you mentioned something. So a lot of people may not believe me when I say this or may not even know, but I, like, I was actually an introvert too. Like I literally, I remember undergrad, Dietetics nutrition. I sat like in the back of the class. Like I never raised my hand. I was shy. <laughs> I'm like, no. I just talked to my little circle of friends, and then just eventually, you know, you go to uh, events and you just network with people and you just kind of reach out more and you just develop. And I'm like, I remind myself, like, wow, like, how am I even doing this today? I, like, literally, I was an introvert, you know. Yeah. But so yeah, um, you know, some big takeaway points here, I would say, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Uh, you could start early, you know, if you're already to be and you're watching, you know, your students, uh, you could start early, you, you know, you could do this ahead of time, just like Hannah. Um, baby steps was another thing that, that you mentioned, right? Um, yeah. You know, and you don't need to figure out, like, have everything figured out, like, before you start. No. I'm just rolling with it as it comes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I love it. Uh, I love everything that you said. Um, is there any, any lasting uh, words or pieces of advice for any RD or RD-to-be? Um, honestly, I would just say don't be afraid to go for it and know that even if you're, no matter what, whatever you're doing, even the small things, they are working you towards your goals. If that, you know, if, if you really want to be your own boss and be an entrepreneur, even like the smallest things are going to help you get you to your goals. So don't give up on that. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Don't give up guys. Um, and also she mentioned another thing too, about kind of networking and even if other people are in a niche, um, or doing something that maybe you want to do, right? You could use this group, Residential Improve, just network and connect with other RDs. It, feel free to reach out to me if you know physical therapy nutrition is you know something that you want to get into, or what Hannah's doing, and just like you know, or if you want to follow on her on her journey. Hey, what did you do next, or what happened next, <laughs> or or whatever. Um, but uh, where could people find you and follow you if they want to reach out or connect? Yeah, I'm on Facebook and I'm Hannah Boyle RDN. And then on Instagram, I am Hannah RDN underscore. And my website is hannahrdn.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Hannah, for coming on. It was a pleasure. And um, we will see you all next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're an RD or RD2Be and would like to connect with us, make sure you join us on our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Registered Dietitian Approved. We also have an online store filled with the best RD swag. You can check it out at rdapprovedstore.com. And last but not least, if you loved this episode and want to learn more, make sure you subscribe so you can join us on this RD takeover movement.